let's talk about. This is Loser Lee's Wrestling. This is the second take of Loser Lee's Wrestling. The news you can't lose. T take two. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this there's is the news a, you can't lose. Lose you can't lose. What did you have to say? There's multiple episodes of the Steve Austin Show podcast where he'll start talking to his guest and he'll be like, I was doing this. We talked for two hours. I never pressed record. So we're doing this again. <laughs> doing it again. We're doing it again. This is Loser Lee's Wrestling, the news you can't lose. My name is Red Jefferson, and I'm here with Roy Hammer. Hey, oh. Hey, This is This is the news from August 15th to August 21st. And this is our second take, because I forgot to press record before, and we've been messing with the stream. Bless oh, all boy. of you who've been trying, yeah. to, trying to make it through. Bless your hard work. We're going to get there. We're going to get, get there. it right. We're going to keep working at it. Working and once at we it, get it right, at... it's never going to be wrong again. Oh, watch out. All these hoes better clear out, because we're coming to town. <laughs> Uh, let, let, we're going to talk about what we just talked about. The biggest news of the week, obviously, CM Punk is all elite, yep. all elite CM Punk. That's pretty big news, right, Royster? Yeah, it's huge. It's really exciting. I think he looks really good, which is not something we talked about earlier. He doesn't look weird for his age. I just think he looks really healthy and good for his age, and I think that's yeah. really exciting. He looks a little gaunt in the face, which yeah. I like. I think that looks good on him. He doesn't look edge gaunt. Edge no. gaunt is, is very scary gaunt. <laughs> yeah. Edge looks like they... they uh, uh, like an anorexic skeleton. Yeah, uh, oh, not, not good. Nice. Not nice. No, not yeah. nice, yeah. um, But, uh, but there he, uh, the, yeah, he does. He has a little salt and pepper in there. Yeah. But he's got some joy in his eyes, which is yeah. Nice. He looks really happy to be there, and he looks like he's genuinely happy to be around fans, which feels really good as a fan. Because um, you know, I, this is something we didn't mention last night. Something I did want to touch on very quickly is that I forget. That circa 2010, 2011, I was out on wrestling. I wasn't really into it anymore because the WWE was not great. And uh, Punk kind of brought me back into it. Yeah. That whole yeah. thing. And that's important. That's Straight Edge Society brought me back. Straight Edge yeah. Society. And there was a period of time thing. when, no, when he was Babyface yeah. Punk, I was not into it. Like, I remember I, I was watching an early ECW, oh, early WWE ECW. Yep. And I yep. remember being like, I, I saw some of his stuff in Ring of Honor. I enjoyed it. But then I was just like, this this guy's losing it on this roster. Uh, but then Straight Edge Society kind of like circled me back in where I was real into it again. Yeah. Uh, There's that period of time in 2009 SmackDown that's very good. When he is Straight Edge Society and it was like Ron Killings had just come in. Like R-Truth was doing his thing and John Morrison was doing his thing. And there's some good stuff on that show. It's funny because, and this will lead us into the, the topic that we talked about uh, earlier, Punk got me back into like that type of wrestling. And then because of Punk, I discovered Cole Cabana. And because of Cole Cabana, I discovered his podcast. And I discovered so many of these wrestlers who were on the indies at the time and are now members of NXT, WWE, AEW, um, which I think is why I'm so loyal to him because he introduced me by proxy mm -hmm. through the podcast to all these people. Um, and now they're both in the same company and they hate each other. So yeah, they hate each other. <laughs> and we, we talked about this a little bit before take one, which will never be heard. But yeah. uh, essentially, uh, during the media scrum last night, we first think he's facing Darby Allen at all out. I think we're all pro that. That's a good first feud yeah. if he's going to be back full time yep. uh, or somewhat full time. Uh, and he talked about the reason that he came back was because uh, he thought that the locker room handled Brody Lee's sickness very well, which is a very weird thing to say. But that's yeah. a big reason he got a lot of respect for the locker room, right, Royster? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, absolutely. Th and then he said he has no heat with anyone in the back. And uh, the person that wasn't in the back was Cole Cabana. He was at the Gathering of the Juggalos. So uh, do you foresee them ever having a match? I don't know. I'd like that. I think that would be great. 
Uh, I hope they do, because uh, that would at least tell me that they're amicable and able to work together. For the sake of like, I just can't imagine what it's like to like finally have a job in a place that you love after like working on the indies for so long and all of your old friends are there and then there's this one guy who used to be your best friend of all who you thought was everyone never going to be around loves. again yeah that that everyone the, loves the audience yeah has never been louder you're both from the same hometown you're not there at this gigantic show in your hometown you're old best friend is there he's getting the biggest reaction ever people are crying and you're at the gathering of the juggalos yeah yeah it's tough pretty big stuff pretty big yeah. stuff we're gonna have to see how it uh, pans out hopefully they're able to bury the hatchet and cm punk could uh pay him his lawyer fees which he promised him yeah uh, <laughs> which is not gonna... untrue that's true though you yeah. should pay those you should pay those moving on moving on we're gonna get out of this but the aew has another big uh, acquisition coming up in the works at least they're hinting at it and rumors are that it's rick flair um which is kind of a letdown if you're saying you have a big acquisition i don't consider rick flair a big acquisition anymore do you i don't i don't because there's not much he can do um i th- i there's a part of me that wonders if it is adam cole that they are hinting at Adam Cole potentially, but if it is Ric Flair, uh, whatever, it's fine. You know, it's just Moet brought up a good point that it just means that it's more likely that Charlotte will come over uh, eventually, which Uh, is Ric Flair and Andrade over there. Charlotte Flair is just a stone's throw away. Uh, and so that is good. I would like that. Um, but that's, that's the only good I could see coming from it because I don't want to see him cut a promo. Yep. Yep. Well, because like, well, also, him. what's he going to do? And that's the other thing, too, is that it's like he can mentor the, the young talent. Maybe, but like so can Arn Anderson, so can Dean Malenko, so can Jerry Lynn, so can Jake the Snake. I don't need Ric Flair to tell me, one, how to wrestle or two, how to spend my money, because that guy definitely doesn't know how to do yeah, that. Yeah, so. yeah, he's a bad influence. Yeah, he <laughs> he's is. He's going to be like, what are you doing playing video games? Let's whip <laughs> my dicks out, put <laughs> cocktails on them. I don't know. I don't have no idea. That's not untrue. But I will uh, say that piggy- to piggyback off of that, my first news tidbit that I have happened on Saturday of last week, after you recorded the show, Ric Flair at AAA Triple Mania, getting in the ring, doing a little chop action, putting a figure cool. four on somebody. Did you like that? That was what I was going to ask. Of course I like that. Of course I like that because because I'm a, I'm a fucking I, I love I love old people wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. really do. Uh, I really do. The minute they start wrestling again, I get really amped up. <laughs> love it. Um, but uh, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Uh, but he is making an appearance at the seventy third. Uh, uh, anniversary of NWA, yeah. which uh, leads me to believe, back to it, uh, who's his stepson or his, uh, son-in-law? Uh, Conrad Thompson. And I'm just, <sighs> I'm thinking, and that's yeah. another thing there. There's another little wrinkle in there. So uh, if he's showing up at NWA, I'm just hoping that Conrad Thompson, Jeff Jarrett uh, purchased that. Me NWA. too. Me That'd too. be cool. Even though, did you hear on their podcast that they're like, Oh, we're not going to purchase anything. Like they keep talking online that we're starting a promotion. <laughs> we're going to book a thing. And they're throwing they're trying to throw off the scent. Yeah, exactly. Scent. Exactly. That was right before AEW launched. There was a rumor going around that there was a new wrestling company starting with Chris Jericho and Jim Ross and both of them were like, "That's crazy. We'd never do that." Well, here we are. Well, here, so, we are. <laughs> yeah. here we are. Here we are. Moving on. We got some more stuff coming in. What else we got? Oh, just another thing about who else is all late these days. 2.0. Yeah. 2.0. Congratulations. Congratulations. And they're a good get, right? Yeah. 
They, uh, I did a little digging on them, not too much, but I did a little digging, and they are definitely um, good to have around. Yeah, yeah. They are really, they're veterans, they know how to wrestle, they clearly know what their role is and how to do it very, very well, and you can never have enough of those guys. A hundred percent. They really fill out the tag team roster, and they give it something that it's needed, is kind of like heels that uh, uh that aren't trying to steal the show yeah uh you yeah. know and the thing is there aren't any like uh, at AEW right now that are just there to kind of help build and because they have such good characters that one guy more brings it up all the time uh that he uh reminds him of uh randy macho man savage where it's just the intensity he's just like uh, the mannerisms intensity yeah, the shake yeah. of the head uh <laughs> it's very exciting and he they're very good characters very yeah, excited absolutely. for them right racer absolutely um let's see what else we got here on the list well this is something about rampage last night did you know fans attending last night's rampage were required to wear masks i didn't see a ton of that no. well even the the people that were there with punk <laughs> were not wearing masks <laughs> yeah. so yeah. uh that, that's a little weird because uh, chicago just recently uh put a mask mandate on all indoor uh events and it didn't seem like anyone was uh, it is, weren't a lot of those Weren't wasn't a lot, of a lot of those not a lot of those i wrote uh i underneath that article i just wrote lull yeah <laughs> because it didn't happen it didn't happen uh let's have some more stuff here christian christian you ever hear him christian oh, i've christian heard of Cage? this guy I've heard uh, of him. officially retires the tna championship for the second time uh because they changed it to the impact championship what in 2013 for 15 16 Oh, is that okay? Yeah, so around so. that time, and uh, then uh, Moose Moose brought it back last year for some reason. So Moose uh, brought it back last year because Tessa Blanchard was the Impact Champion, and at the beginning of the pandemic, she was in Mexico and she was stuck in Mexico, and they were like, "Hey, can you please mail us the belt?" And she said, "No." So they need to do something. So they were like, "Moose, uh, here's the TNA title. Let's let's do that for a while." I have a question: Is Tessa Blanchard a piece of shit? That's what I've heard. <laughs> I think That's she's got heard, right? she's gotten better in recent years, but the stories are, and you know, they talk. The peanut gallery talks, but there are some stories about her using the N word towards oh, um, like that yeah, some folks, and there's also some talk of her like kind of having a developmental deal with WWE a few years ago, and then walking out because. They were like, no, you can't do that or whatever. And she was just having attitude problems. So I don't mind the attitude problems as much as I don't like the uh, bigotry. Bigotry. Don't love okay, that. so hopefully that's not true, but we'll find out as we go yeah. along. Because yeah. I think she's a free agent as well right now, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess she yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a big deal if she weren't, weren't a piece of shit. So hopefully she's yeah. not a piece of shit. Hopefully uh, we'll not. find out. Uh, more stuff up the pipe. We got WWE issues new 24-7 mask mandate uh, for all superstars and staff. No exceptions. No exceptions. Um, uh, well, one other thing is, like, I don't know how... So I guess it's not going to be as intense as last year's lockdown, right? Like, things are cl- kind of battering up again for the winter, which seems like it's going to get worse again. Yeah. Boosters uh, for all. What's that? Booster shots for everybody. It oh, yeah. Like. November 26th is when I could get mine. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I looked it up. Eight months after your uh, your second one. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I should yeah, look yeah. that up. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, it's a... Uh, I, I just, I'm just curious what wrestling is going to look like uh, with a live crowd and they're mandating people to wear masks. Are they going to actually enforce it? 
And are they required to? Are they, are they going to be yeah. fines? Like, what, what's the ruling on this? Well, that's the thing that's so interesting to me is that so before vaccines became a thing again, or again, when vaccines became a thing, period, uh, AEW was doing shows at Daly's Place, and they were doing like 50% capacity, whatever it was, and every single person had a mask on. It worked. They were enforcing that. Doesn't seem like they care as much now, like security teams and staff. Nobody really cares as much now. And I mean, hopefully that means people are vaccinated, but that may also just mean that they don't care anymore. Yeah. So I don't know. That's a really good question. I, I hope, I just hope everyone's okay and that AEW can run those two big shows they have in September. Yeah. And then after that, it is what it is, but I don't know. If they sell out, you know, Arthur Ashe Stadium, 18,000 seats, and then they can't do that show, yeah. oh, boy. That's what? a big bump. That's a big yeah. bump. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of WWE, NXT. NXT. Ever hear of it? Uh, NXT has a uh, – they've, uh, they've got a new change of directive. No, but actually, they we thought they did, but Triple H says – it's never been changed. Uh, it has never happened. No, no, we've always been doing the same thing. Nobody's changed anything underneath my belt. No one's ever changed anything. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the the higher-ups have uh, changed what's going on in NXT, the directive, and Triple H has to be a good little soldier and pretend that it's never been, uh, never uh, was different, and he wasn't doing anything differently. Uh, how do you feel about Triple H with his tail between his legs? I was actually, I put this on my list of things to talk about, too, and I put it in a very dramatic way. Oh, what because I wrote the death of NXT. <laughs> oh, oh, well, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's 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 chat about this for a second. So their contract with Full Sail is over. They're done with yeah. Full Sail. So they're home for all of these like quote unquote. Let's just call them glory years of NXT. Uh, it's gone. It's done. And there is this change in directive. Like new guys, big guys, green guys, etc. Like so NXT for what it was is is dead in so many ways what do you feel how do you feel about that how did you feel about nxt at its peak like did you love nxt the way so many others did yeah i i I really did um and i feel like there was a gutting that happened maybe three years ago four years ago uh once uh the, the the people that i really liked being in there the you know uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Sasha Banks, Bailey, uh, Charlotte. There was a real gutting of it. And then it felt a little hollow for a period of time. And yeah. I kind of fell out. I kind of yeah. fell out. Then it started filling back up again with some people. Uh, and I, I started watching a little bit more. But uh, it hasn't really felt the same since those people left for me. Um, but that being said, this is an entirely new direction. Because they're saying nobody starting over 30. No one's starting over 30. So there goes my shot. <laughs> there goes my shot uh no one's starting over 30 and uh uh no no more little uh shorter wrestlers they use a different word and i don't like it i don't like that word yeah the word that uh, vanilla and then yeah yeah the m yeah. word for the little m people. word yeah for little people don't like uh, that um but uh yeah so uh, it's just uh i'm i'm curious i'm honestly very curious to see what this new nxt is gonna look like though yeah you know so i did some i did some math I like to call it math, even though it's okay. not really math. And it's numbers. I was thinking about what's NXT's legacy. Like, those glory years, what's their legacy? And at first I was like, it's terrible. It's not actually as good as everyone thinks it is. Because what Triple H did was he went out and he signed all of the most popular wrestlers on the independent scene, brought them into NXT, and basically turned 
NXT into like everybody's favorite super independent promotion. Yeah. Trying to kill all of these other independent promotions along yeah. the way. Uh, and that's a bummer. And I don't like that. All of their heavyweight champions in the history of the company. There are, uh, I think two that didn't have prominent roles in major independent promotions. And that was Big E and Bo Dallas. Everybody else held titles in major independent promotions or in Japan or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it might be. So then I started thinking like, well, what did they do? Like, what did Triple H really accomplish? And if you think about it, and it makes me kind of sad to think about this, he tried his best to bring back tag team wrestling in WWE. Because for the most part, tag team wrestling had been dead for a long time. But then he introduced American Alpha. He introduced the Revival. He introduced the Vaudevillains. Vaudevillains, a good time. Oh, great time. Great time. Really enjoyed them. Even the Ascension were also a great tag team. Um, That's debatable. Yeah, sure. That is very debatable. So same thing with Authors of Pain, also debatable as well. They were fun, though. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, And then the other thing he did that was really important and really big was that, I mean, he reintroduced women's wrestling to a WWE audience in a way that it hadn't seen in years, maybe ever. With the Charlottes and the Baileys and yeah. the you know the Becky Lynches and the Sasha, ba- all of these people. So, you know, the only thing that he really that really bled over onto the main roster in that whole time was the women's wrestling because they had no other choice. But it was kind of like it was never really meant NXT over the last five years, let's say, was never meant to be a developmental territory. They pitched it that way to the audience. But Triple H probably should have known that Vince McMahon was never going to get on board with like Shinsuke Nakamura the way an audience was going to, or Ricochet, or you know EC3, or that other weird guy uh, who got released, Lars Sullivan. Sure. So I don't. He was doing it was his own kind of vanity project, masked as a developmental territory. And now it's just going back to what it originally was supposed to be is a developmental territory with the national television deal now. Yeah. And I, I, to be honest though, I'm actually for the, I'm for the no one over 30 directive. The reason being, the reason being, it means that they'll do less poaching of these indie talents. Absolutely. And now they're able to help build their brands and their companies. So now it's less like now W will have their flavor of people while everyone else is able to utilize these talents, sure, it means that once you hit 30, you're kind of, you better be happy where you are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you better yeah. be happy where you are. But I, I think it's uh, with the way the wrestling com- uh, industry is right now, there is some room for that. There is some yeah. room for that. There's some places to go. So it is, uh, it, it's interesting. I'm interested. Yeah, in and that was something that I was going to touch on a little later, and we'll, we'll circle back to that. And the last thing that I was I was going to say on this is that I think it's really good. I think it's really exciting because I don't need another show that's like AEW on a different night. Yeah. 100%. I want NXT to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'm more likely to watch that show if there's big, weird dudes with funny characters and they're, like, doing different things, like NXT in 2013 or whatever it was when it was a, an internet show. Yeah. Yeah, I I want it to be like that because I miss the the Wyatt family. I miss like having right. an ascension group uh, or you know there there were some wacky there's there's more bold characters. Now I watch it, it's just like everyone's kind of the same except for Dexter Loomis, right? Uh, but uh, we'll see, we'll see how yeah. that goes. Uh, AEW AEW apparently made the decision for Kenny to win against Andrade at the AAA. Uh, what is it? Triple Mania? Yeah, Triple Mania. Triple Mania. 
Uh, they made the decision, and apparently uh, AAA is pretty okay with that. Um, they're they're fine with it because one of what he's bringing a lot of notoriety to their title, I guess, and giving them a lot more exposure by being on their show. Uh, so they're happy to get Kenny Omega back for another pay per view, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those things that was funny. I saw some people being upset about that, and it's like, you know, what, they're going to continue to keep their title on someone from another company. Like he should have dropped it to Andrade, but Andrade's also a guy from also another, company another company too. Company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I I think if they're going to do, I, I obviously they have some plans. I, I'm not sure why Ken, uh, Christian won. I'm happy that he did. Uh, Christian won the Impact title. Maybe they have some plans of like kind of like sending over some of their roster to these places. Like yeah. I, I don't know. And maybe Andrade's just not in the works for that, so they didn't well, want to have him be over there too much. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. And I think to to me in my head, there's two reasons why I think Christian won. One is I think they needed to give Christian credibility in a brief period of time to try to build up their match at all out. Cause I guess another piece of news that we could talk about is the original plan was for Adam page to fight Kenny Omega, but it was actually Adam page who said, I'm having a baby. I want to go home for a couple of months and take care of this kid. So we'll push this off longer, which Smart. I give him a lot. Yeah. A lot of respect for that. Do what you got to do. Uh, but they needed to then push it. And then when Christian announced that he was going to be Kenny's challenger, the crowd kind of booed him. They were too excited. He got the crowd back on their side. He knows how to cut it. And I think that match really helped too. That that defeating of Kenny Omega. And also it showed the audience that they're going to have a good match. It's going to be a good time. And my other thought, and this is just in my head, this is speculation. I'm all for Kenny losing all of the titles because I'm worried about Kenny's body breaking down. So if there's one less title he needs to defend and one less place he needs to be, great. He says he's feeling a lot better, though, these days. He's feeling a lot better so. these days. Hopefully he is. So. Uh, we're hoping so. And I got one more piece of news here for you, Royster. And this is a sad one. Mm. Our poor old nasty uncle, Brian Nobbs, your nasty neighbor, <laughs> Uncle Nobbs. Uh, he's not doing too well. He's got some stomach issues. Oh, he's not no. doing too well. He's feeling a little sick. Well, he's not a little sick. It's actually pretty bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I have to not make it cute. He's not doing well. And, uh, and uh, we have fun with Brian Dobbs on the show. But uh, he's, uh, he's uh, I don't want him to be in pain. No, no, no. no. Do you have a favorite no. Brian Dobbs story or, um, uh, or match memory? Uh, I'm trying to think if this was Brian Dobbs. But yeah, I got a, I got a couple ones, of course. Uh, there was a, first of all, uh, Brian Knobs did the pit stop. Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags did the pit stop where they would shove their opponent's head sure. into their armpit. I used to do that to my brother all the time. That's what we would do to each other. That's pretty funny. Uh, That's pretty funny. Brian Knobs wrestled in WCW in the in 99, 2000. Um, was, was he wearing camo? He was wearing camo with Fit Finley, and they were oh in the hardcore God. division. Yeah. And I, then, I, that's my first ever memory of WCW. <laughs> Is Brian Knobs wearing camo and, and looking at him, believe like he's stealing the Dudley Boys thing. He's stealing the <laughs> Dudley Boys thing, and he's shoving people in his armpit. And I was just like, WCW is gross, and I'd never <laughs> won. <laughs> so he was in camo wrestling a hardcore match, and he ran after an opponent who I think was Norman Smiley, and Norman Smiley backdropped him like off of like a balcony or something. But you know how. It's like when someone goes off like the the side of a building, you don't see where they go, and then suddenly, like they're okay. He went off the side of a building and just never showed up again. That was the end of his WCW run. That's a good way to go. <laughs> yeah, really funny. And then when Hulk Hogan uh, did Celebrity Championship Wrestling, this reality show for one season, 
Brian Knobs was the head trainer with Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, what a terrible <laughs> choice of trainers. Yeah, terrifying. Uh, if you ever watched Hogan Knows Best, oh. he was uh, on that show all the time. And it was, I watched it all. I watched yeah, of course. Episode. And him just thought, and he'd come into the room, it's your nasty uncle's here. <laughs> and he's like doing these weird hand motions. And when he was training Nick Hogan to wrestle, he's just, he's just like... He could barely walk then. Yeah. I was just very yeah. rough. But one what they get better. Uh, get better soon, Nobs. Get Brandon yeah. Um Excellent job. Any other news we got? Uh, I got, let's see, uh, a couple of little things that, oh, uh, September 16th, Thursday, September 16th is the return of Dark Side of the Ring. That's pretty exciting. Oh, that is exciting. Yeah. That is exciting. Do you know who they're going to be featuring? Uh, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Because I know Chris Canyon was going to be in there. Yeah, so there's nine new episodes. Uh, One of them is Chris Canyon. One of them is... uh, I like our hold music, our elevator music. Oh, it said it right there. Um, Okay, so you should see... If you haven't seen the promo for the new season, definitely go out of your way to watch it. It's very funny. It's about a minute. Uh, They're doing... Yeah, Chris Canyon... They're yep. doing the steroid trials, the Vince McMahon oh, cool. steroid trials. They're doing the plane ride from hell, which is really funny because in the promo, it ends with Jim Ross and he's sitting there and he says, if I never have to talk about the fucking plane ride from hell again, <laughs> I'll be happy, man. I'm actually pretty excited to have a full breakdown of it uh, because I don't, I feel like I've heard it a bunch of times on these podcasts, but never really a full breakdown of all the events of everything you know, that happened. Yeah. <sighs> If AEW is signing Ric Flair, they're going to be potentially in some trouble because he did some naughty, naughty things on that flight. That... Sure, sure. <laughs> um, they're doing Luna Vachon, which is pretty interesting, too. Yeah. They're doing XPW, the company XPW, which, yikes. I did some research on XPW during the pandemic, during lockdown. Ugh, yikes. Worst company in the history of professional wrestling. We'll all find out why in that episode, oh, I'm wait. sure. Uh, they're doing FMW, which is like mm-hmm. where the death match was originated. Yeah. And they're doing a guy named Johnny K9. And I don't really know who that is, but well, I'm I think, excited to find out. <laughs> yeah. I think Jericho and Lance Storm wrestled with him in uh, Jim Cornette's promotion in the 90s. Smoky Mountain. Smoky uh, very Mountain. interesting. Very interesting. We're all very excited for Dark Side of the Ring to be coming back. I love that show so much. Uh, yeah. Have you watched the China doc? Oh God, yeah, brutal, brutal. absolutely brutal, absolutely brutal, heartbreaking, absolutely really heartbreaking. heartbreaking. All, if you want a good cry, yeah. and feel real bad about the wrestling industry. Watch that, big time. Watch that. Uh, any other news you got uh, lined up? Let's see, what else do I have? Uh, Bo Dallas says he's not done with wrestling, which good for Bo. I hope he comes back at some point and does something better than what he was doing before. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a little while though. It's been a little it has while. Been. It you sure know, has you been. lose a lot of that steam when you you're gone that long. Yep. Um, anything else? Uh, quick hits. Uh, Matt Cardona, aka Zack Ryder, doing an excellent job as GCW Heavyweight Champion. He's doing fine. <laughs> He's doing a great job antagonizing the audience. Do you remember when Vince McMahon? This is was a picture I was going to show if we were doing a video version of this. When Vince McMahon won the ECW title. Yeah. And he showed up in like a black. He had like a like a black do rag. Yeah, do rag and the sweatshirt. <laughs> Matt Cardona defended the GCW title last night in Las Vegas and wore that exact outfit. That's so good. So That's funny. So good. That's really fucking good. I'm going to text you the picture of them side by side. It's really, really good. That's um, 
and then I think this is a good note to, oh, I had something else, but maybe we can save it for another time. But uh, I think, because I think this is a good note to end on. Between Friday, yesterday, today, and Sunday, AEW, WWE, NXT, which I'm going to count them as two separate things, Ring of Honor, Impact, and GCW are all running shows this weekend. Wow. And I think it's just a really exciting and special time to be a wrestling fan is right now. There's and, a lot uh, of things going on that's really special. And yeah. uh, they're going on at the same time. These promotions are running multiple shows a month. Uh, business seems a little healthy. Yeah, there's a wrestling show in every time zone last night. Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor was on the East Coast. AEW was Central. GCW was in Vegas, which is West Coast, I think. Uh, so. Mountain. Mountain time. Maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah. But so it's just, it's really good. It's really exciting. Do you have any plans of watching SummerSlam or NXT this weekend? SummerSlam, maybe. SummerSlam, maybe. Uh, NXT, maybe. Uh, the thing is, I just hate the Peacock app, and I always forget. Yeah. I just always yeah. forget. And we have one more piece of news for you. BattleBots is now filming in Las Vegas. BattleBots. And that's wrestling. That's wrestling. That is wrestling. That's robot wrestling. That's robot wrestling, yeah. yeah. Robot wrestling. And they're, <laughs> they're coming back. Season 2021. Very excited about it. Hopefully, Captain Schrader is not a part of the competition. <laughs> and Tombstone forever! <laughs> Oh, I, I gotta get on BattleBots. You gotta get on BattleBots. I'll give you my Bots. login. Uh, but thank you all so much. This has been Loser Lee's Wrestling the News. You can't lose. Follow us on all the podcast platforms. Give us a review. Give us a goddamn review. And also, review. Uh, uh, check out uh, what, what, what's a uh, check out my uh, Instagram. It's red underscore Jefferson. Check out Roy's is uh, bomb repeat bomb. Yeah, it is. It sure is. Bomb repeat bomb on Instagram. And check out Loser Lee's Wrestling on Instagram as well. Uh, make sure to send us some emails at loserleespod at gmail.com. And thank you all so much. Well, uh, talk to you next time. Thank you so much. My name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with Roy Hammer. Bye. Bye. All right. Let's click end right now.